brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that sends 5% of your monthly plan price to your favorite charity. No contracts, nationwide coverage, risk-free guarantee. Learn more at CharityMobile.com. Francis truly can't help himself. He, he can't. Every time he has an opportunity, typically with the help of Catholic media, he takes an opportunity to dunk on the trads, to use a colloquialism to describe what he does. He takes a cheap shot at trads every single time. And for good reason. I mean, we do say some pretty spicy things about him on a very regular basis. Of course, he makes it easy for us when he, you know, venerates pagan idols in the Vatican in various places in the Vatican, including St. Peter's and in the Vatican Gardens, and allows for people who are absolutely opposed to the church from the secular realm to hold diabolical conferences at the Vatican. He makes it easy for us. But he still takes every opportunity to come after us. He is really sore that now here we are, very nearly two full months since Fiducia Supplicans was issued. On the eve of Lent, Francis is still defending Fiducia Supplicans. I maintain that this is going this document is going to take a very long time to fully disappear from the news cycle. It just is. It's going to be like Traditionis Custodis. It took a very long time for Traditionis Custodis to leave the news cycle. It finally did after Francis started doing some other weird stuff that took our attention, but Traditionis Custodis mostly left the news cycle within three or four months of it being issued. And then it came back immediately after about three or four months when the Vatican issued a clarification document on it, which then dominated the news cycle for another couple of months after that. We're in the same kind of news cycle now with Fiducia Supplicants, unfortunately. And so he took to an Italian news site that it was that to give an interview where he took and defended Fiducia Supplicants and took some cheap shots at traditional Catholics. And that whole the whole affair is recounted here by Vatican News. And Vatican News is the official news arm of the Vatican. Think of the BBC in the UK or other organizations. The Vatican News is going to definitely be one of those news outlets that will never, ever question anything Francis does and will try to tamper down on scandals that happen there. Very little reporting on Rupnik happened with Vatican News. Very little reporting on the fact that, that Rupnik still has access in Rome to all sorts of things that you would think someone who has is facing accusations of the things he's said to have done would have had. Vatican News did not push back on any of it, to give you an idea. So, from them, headline. Pope Francis, welcome is at the heart of fiducia supplicants. Pope Francis has granted an interview to Italian wiki Credere, in which he discusses the recently issued Vatican document fiducia supplicants, ecclesial movements and the role of women in the church. Look, I could go over this whole thing in detail for you. I easily could. It's not even that long. The document is just chock full of nonsense, which is to be expected. But there's really two things that are worth really going over here, and that's fiducia supplicants and what he calls ecclesial movements. He is really helping traditional Catholics make the point that there is now a counter-church. He's accusing us, traditional Catholics, of having set it up. But the traditional Catholic claim, at least under Francis, and frankly for many people going back decades, is that we have seen the prophesied ape of the church coming into fruition, and under Francis, it's taking full bloom. It's taking full form in public eye. That is one of the claims. And we back it up with uh, warnings from Catholic prophecy, from Our Lady, from various mystics and others. 
uh, all of which I've covered here extensively on this channel. Here you're going to hear Francis say that. So let's start with fiducia supplicants. On the James Martin parody of the Sacrament of Holy Matrimony and the evil blessings that document authorizes, Francis has this to say, quote, Everyone, everyone, Pope Francis said in Lisbon at the 2023 World Youth Day in August and repeated on numerous other occasions to repeat the principle of welcome at the heart of the church's pastoral mission. Likewise, he said it to describe spontaneous blessings of individuals who are in so-called irregular relationships. Let's pause there. That's an interesting way to characterize this because they are saying individuals, but the but fiducia supplicants explicitly says couples in all throughout the document. Be aware of this including James Martin Parings, as taken into account by the Vatican's doctrinal document, Fiducia Supplicans, which was issued in December. In his interview with the Italian weekly magazine Credere, a periodical of the San Paolo Group, which will be published on the issue, in the issue on Thursday, the 8th of February, Pope Francis also returned to the theme of such blessings, which have generated various reactions and controversies, and repeated what he had already mentioned in his audience with the dicastery for the doctrine of the faith, that drafted the declaration. Bless a James Martin parody of holy matrimony. I bless two people who love each other. And I also ask them to pray for me, the Pope explained in his conversation with Cadete's editor Don Vincenzo Vitale. Always in confessions, when these situations arrive, James Martin types, remarried people, I always pray and bless. The blessing is not to be denied to anyone. Everyone, everyone. Mind you, I am talking about people, those who are capable of receiving baptism. The gravest sins, the Pope adds, are those that disguise themselves with a more angelic appearance. No one is scandalized if I give a blessing to an entrepreneur who perhaps exploits people, and this is a very serious sin, whereas they are scandalized if I give it to a James Martin type. This is hypocrisy. We must all respect each other. Everyone, the heart of the document, is welcome. End quote. I beg to differ. Francis has met with representatives from various international non-governmental organizations in the Vatican. He's actually hosted their conferences here. Not only are they not Catholics, they are people who do work explicitly opposed to the work of the church. They do it through public policy. He hosts their conferences. It's a blessing in a non-theological sense. It's a blessing in the in this sort of abstract metaphorical sense. It's an approval of what they're doing. You know, the church giving its blessing to something when he hosts those meetings, those conferences at the Vatican. We are all scandalized by that. He says no one is scandalized by this, but I beg to differ. We are all scandalized by that. Very much so. But of course, he's actually talking about wealthy businessmen who don't pay living wages or family wages to their employees, that sort of thing. Given the secular leaders he hangs out with, that'd be pretty small potatoes by comparison to what he does. But you notice there, he took a dig at traditional Catholics, this angelic appearance. I have not met the traditional Catholic who thinks that they're a living, walking saint. Most of them that I know are very grateful that they have access to the traditional form of the sacraments and traditional catechesis found at their traditional parish. That's the traditional Catholic I've met. I've not met the one who acts like they're some living saint. But for more, for more about his digs at traditional Catholics, let's turn to the next part of this article, where he says, on the subject of ecclesiastical movements, this is sort of uh, various forms of activism within the church, and traditional Catholicism, and the, uh, you know, those of us who work to try to get people to give the traditional Mass a chance, to read old books, to learn what the faith always taught, and 
except that something changed in the last 60 years for the worse. That is a form of activism. It is. And here's what he has to say about that. Quote, In the interview with the Weekly Magazine, which celebrates 10 years since its foundation, born precisely on the occasion of Jorge Mario Bergoglio's election in 2013, the Pope retraces the years of his pontificate between personal sharings, such as dialogues with the elderly or his memories in Buenos Aires, or other pertinent topics, including the Jubilee, an event of grace in view of which it is necessary to, quote, rediscover the value and the need for prayer. The Pope also spoke of the ecclesiastical movements and the involvement of young people in pastoral experiences, such as those in developing nations or Latin American countries, where people are spoken to in language they can understand. There are also sophisticated realities and movements, the Pope says, that are rather refined. These movements, he says, tend to form an ecclesiola, a little church, a people who feel superior. This is not the holy, faithful people of God. The people of God is made up of believers who know they are sinners and go ahead. I do not hold it against movements, which do so much good. The movement explains the Holy Father is good when it inserts you into the real church. But if they are selective, if they detach you from the church, if they lead you to think that you are a special Christian, this is not Christian. End quote. Remember, it is traditional Catholics he always accuses of being rigid and clerical and neo-pharisaical, being guardians of tradition, and thinking ourselves better than other Catholics. Most of us don't think that. Granted, there are, of course, exceptions. When you have public figures out there who are members of the clergy advocating for sins that cry out to heaven for vengeance, or who are just categorically rejecting what the church teaches and are trying to use the church as an instrument for the programs of our secular rulers, yeah, you'll probably get some Catholics, traditional Catholics, who who will admit to thinking they're better Catholics than the most extreme cases from the other side. But when it comes to the typical, average, everyday pew-sitting Catholic, none of us knows what the interior disposition is of those Catholics. Yes, there are exceptions. You encounter them all the time online. People who will call you not be a real Catholic for going to the new mass or whatever, but that's the exception. The internet typically brings out the worst in people anyway, especially Twitter and Facebook and other places. But Francis is ascribing that to all of us. He is saying that all traditional Catholics basically are like that, that we believe we have are the real church. And I'll tell you, that's nonsense coming from him. But what do we expect? Over the years, that, over the last several years that I've been covering him, his rhetoric is tiresome, and it, but it ramps up over time. So we should not be really surprised by this weird turn he takes with all of this. But I'm curious what you think. Are you surprised by his rhetoric on this? Are you surprised that he is continuing to stoke the fires of division at every possible opportunity? Let me know what you think of this in the comments, please. And hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps a lot too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.